Today is entitled Fight Fair. Someone say Fight Fair. Fight Fair. Fight Fair. And so um, we're going to give, you know, share some handles on effective communication within yeah. marriage and all things relationships, be it employer, employee dynamics, um, sibling dynamics, parent, child uh, dynamics. And so we're excited, mm-hmm. excited about today. It's yeah, there's going to be a lot yeah. of note taking. Yes. So I hope you guys are ready for it. You ready? Okay, all right, we got to posture ourselves, right, to take it. notes, to be ready to lean in, yeah. um, but it's it's good, and honestly, a lot of what we're going to be giving you is life-changing. Yes. I think when I learned about all this stuff, I'm just like, oh my gosh, why don't more people know about this? Yes. We're at a deficit in our country, yeah. so um, my son is so funny. He yeah. was like, when he just went back, our mm-hmm. 14-year-old, he's like... Mom, I don't know how much y'all paid to receive all the stuff you just received, <laughs> but they just got it for free. That's okay, so, good. so I hope yeah. that we take it. So it was just really good. good. We laughed together. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, you know, I made the statement in the recent past that uh, we, we, our marriage almost didn't make it into 2023, and um, that can be a scary statement for a church. <laughs> it's like, oh man, is the ship slowly going down and we don't know it? No, no everything is good, but we we hit an interesting rub. Uh, in the fall last year. Right. And, um, but r- really what it was is it was a point of maturity that we hadn't undergone yet. That's and right. so this fall, we're going to be married 10 years. But um, come on, I'll celebrate that. Um, but before we get into the amazing, uh, the am- I'm finna make up, I'm finna, I'm about to make up a word. <laughs> it's all right. The baby. amazingness of this message. <laughs> That, that hood came out of me, that finna, <laughs> jit finna, oh, Lord, get Florida out of me. Yeah. Um, I want to, tomorrow is Pastor Kyra's birthday, everybody. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I cannot. I so, um, We just want to, we want to honor you, babe, and oh, um, we know you're you. turning 23 tomorrow, so. 21. Yeah, 21. <laughs> If you ever have a birthday, I'll say, happy birthday. 21 looks good on you. There you go. People are like, yeah, right. So we just, as a church, we wanted to honor you. And um, I'm I'm halfway into the intro, but the Holy Spirit said her birthday. So I'm like, (laughs) yes. So we just want to honor you. Can we put our hands together for Pastor Kyra, everybody? Thank you, guys. Thanks. You'll have to take it right back. (laughs) But thank you. Yeah. Well, well, I'll peek in there later. Oh, those are pretty. Those are beautiful. Thank you, Thanks, Megan. Man. Appreciate it. But let's let's just extend a hand towards her and let's pray over over her birth. Father, we just thank you, thank um, you Jesus. for Pastor Kyra, Lord. We ask that you continue to move in her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, may this be her best year ever. God, we pray fresh anointing, uh, a, a fresh power of the Holy Spirit, God, and that you would move through her, Lord, as she prepares this flourishing content. This is going to change the world. So speak through her. Bless her. Move. Uh, Lord, we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you all so much for celebrating with us. Happy birthday. I figured it was going to come at a certain point. I didn't know if we were going to do it live. Uh, You never know. know. (laughs) You never know. Don't figure. Just let it ride. All right? Let's just not do it at every service, please. I I don't like trying to surprise her. She's. (laughs) It's my discernment. Yeah, no. Okay. So here it is. We hit a point where we need we hit a point where we needed to mature. Yeah. And um that season of tension led us to seeking some deep healing. Yeah. And and so we we got out of Maryland. We we got offline for a few days. We we did about 3 days of counseling, about 20 hours of straight counseling and 
we listened, we mm -hmm. learned, we processed, mm -hmm. we shared, and God did a phenomenal work in our Miracles. hearts. And uh, yeah. what we want to do is we want to share some of these things that we learned with you all. Yes. And uh, it's, it's going to apply across the board. Yeah. And so, so I just want to say that, I, you know, I, there are studies out there, but every seven to ten years, people change like you change. Mm -hmm. And so your marriage does, too. And so it there is it's a fact that divorces usually happen between year seven and eight of a marriage. And so uh, if you're married seven and eight and you're feeling the rub. Yeah. Take these notes. They will save your marriage. Yes. Um, but this is only for marriages. This is for just relationships in general, right? Because you are all in relationship with someone. And there are things that you want to communicate that are on your heart. Um, and there's a way to effectively do that, yep. right? So that both parties are honored and both parties feel safety. Um, and so that's what we're going to be breaking down today. And so last Sunday, right, we brought up the reactive cycle. I don't know if you all remember that. Did, who filled it out? Who took time to actually sure do fans. the reactive cycle? Let's go. Yeah, so good. Great. So we're going to pop up the reactive cycle QR code. I see someone printed it out. They brought it here it's awesome yeah. um if you are if it's the first time here and you're like huh, am i late to the game you're not yeah. you could take this um you can scan the qr code now take it home take it at a certain point this week uh, but you definitely want to take that reactive cycle you're yes. going to find so much about yourself mm -hmm. um and it's going to make you more aware um when you are in the heat of a moment yes. right and so this yeah we're excited to bring it's this good to you guys so today. the reactive cycle dealt with three areas okay uh, number one, buttons. Number two, reactions. And number three, needs. Yes. All right. When it comes to our relationships. And then it's going to, it asked you, or for those of you who haven't taken it, it's going to ask you to star your top five in all of those categories and lean into those. So let's go ahead and define what is a button. Well, and yeah. a button is an unmet, unmet expectations or pain rooted in childhood mm -hmm. and adolescence. So that, that's a button. Sometimes a button is pressed, and really what it is is it's unmet expectations, pain rooted in our childhood. A reaction uh, or reactions or symptoms or outward expression after a button is pressed. Right. So it's, it's what we do when that button is pressed. Right. Some, some of us isolate, some of us withdraw, some people shut down. It's kind of like uh, when an exhaust pipe is spitting out like black smoke in a car, right? That that's the symptom. That mm -hmm. that's the reaction of the car. Right. The black smoke isn't the problem. It it's something's happening Internal. in the engine. That's it's, right. It's, 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 and then needs needs are essentials for individuals to thrive within relationships. That's right. So these are essentials. I have needs, I have wants, she has needs and wants. And if those things are being met, then the relationship dynamic will thrive. That's right. And it's important that we recognize and honor those needs and wants. Yes. Yeah, so God is calling us to fight fair, y'all. Fight, fight fair. fair. Someone say fight fair. Fight fair. Yes, yes, yes. And so what I, um, doing the assessment and just going through, you know, I realized that when my husband would be away from the home, let's say he'd go to work, right? And I've been 
at the house from let's say nine to three and I've been working on flourishing content and having meetings and um, attending to motherly duties and wife duties. So there's not, there's like a lack of connection, right? Because we're going, we're going, we're going. He's doing things for the church. He's focused on the staff. He's focused on the meetings. And so then he comes home at four o'clock and I'm excited to see him, right? I want to greet him and give him a hug. And he comes through the door and he just got a face on, mm-hmm. right? How many girls know what I'm talking about, right? There's just that face. You're like, take that stanky face back out from where it came from, right? So, um, and immediately in that moment, a button that gets pressed within me is that I feel rejected. Yeah. I feel rejected. I feel rejected. And so what causes the, the, the reaction that I then have because my button that has not been pressed is my body language. I have negative body language. Come on, yeah. girls. Who, ha- who like throws the dishes, right? You want to yeah. throw them out the window. You're shutting the cupboards really loud. Some of us slam the door. We oh, just yeah. walk around the house stomping, stomping up the stairs, right? Yeah. Right. So we throw the negative body language in reaction to the button. Yes. Because it's almost like our body wants to our souls, our subconscious, what we don't realize is it wants to safe, like protect us. Mm-hmm. And so over the years, mm-hmm. because of trauma, we've learned unhealthy ways to cope and protect. Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to do is expose that so you can learn healthy ways right. to cope and protect because we all have them. Um, and so you're going to be able to get a lot of things. And I'll, I'll bring up that illustration again to kind of help you all understand how we've worked through the reactive cycle, right. which is that small little uh, understanding. Because on his end, he may have a face, but he's tired. Mm-hmm. He is hungry. My husband gets hungry at 4 o'clock, y'all. <laughs> like a lion, he gets hungry. And um, and he's just had a long day spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally, physically. Uh, the drive home is long. You know, Maryland drivers, y'all. We got to give each other a little bit more <laughs> yeah. grace. That's all I got to say. It's a and whole reactive it's, cycle. It's, it's a whole. Like, we yeah. almost got ran over. <laughs> we almost got ran over on the way to. And I'm like, we've got a big old car. How did they not see us? But anyways. Yeah. Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. but. Immediately, I see a face, though, and yeah. I'm going to help you understand kind of why that button gets pressed in me right. as we continue well, on. Well, part of that cycle is is when you do that, I feel misunderstood. Right. And then I isolate. Right. And so what happens is is that goes on for two or three days, four or five days. Right. And before you know it, we're in this this dysfunction. Yeah. And so um, and that starts the reactive cycle. So here it is. Uh, go ahead and write this down. Breaking the reactive cycle starts with creating space between your buttons and your reactions mm-hmm. so so breaking it you got to create space someone say space space between that 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 feeling of being misunderstood and withdrawing so creating space it takes right? intentionality and so what does creating space look like mm-hmm. well number one uh we need to call a timeout we need to call a timeout on ourselves call a timeout on the situation. That's right. I think of it like sports, particularly uh, like basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, a team could be on a 10-0 run, right? If, you're, if your team is up by eight mm-hmm. and the opposing team goes 10-0, now they're up by two. Once you get the ball, your coach is going to call a timeout, right? They're going to call a timeout to break the momentum, right? Uh, to substitute a player, mm-hmm. to, to call a play. But sometimes you got to call a timeout That's in right. those situations because some of us want to address the issue now. So these are two extreme ends of the spectrum. Right. Some of us want to address the issue now. And that's typically women. 
That's typically <laughs> Sit down. We're, we're going to talk just, about this right now. We're just calling a spade a spade. And all our emotional stuff, and right? And the men want to wait until later. They're going to run out right? the door. And right. so later, this is the problem with later. Later rarely happens. Right. And so we just need to call a timeout because we don't want to not ever talk about it. Right. That's sweeping it under the rug. And we don't always need to address it now because we haven't calmed down. Right. And so um, healthy space is understanding what is happening within you. Right. It's understanding what is happening within you and acknowledging the time it may need to address the concern. Right. Right. So I'm going to stop and understand there's something going on. Mm-hmm. And then we need to recognize the time that is needed in, on both parties to address the issue. Right. All right. And so this is where we introduce, in that space, we introduce the care cycle. Someone say care cycle. Care cycle. The care cycle. All right. And so if you're taking notes, this is the idea of attending to your heart and your emotions. Because mm-hmm. the reactive cycle has occurred. We're, we're in the muck. We're in the tension. We're in the rub. Within the space, we're going to start to attend to our heart and another word for emotions are uh, feelings our feelings that's right okay and the care cycle is organized around five a's mm-hmm. five a's so so we can remember we'll pull up a, a image here in a second five a's all right and you may want to draw, draw this up let's go ahead and pull that up the five a's and um here it is number one is aware accept no, no, no. Pull, pull the image, Yeah, please. we can keep the image up. Yeah. Thank you, production. Awesome. Aware. Yeah. Accept. Mm-hmm. Allow. Attend. And act. There you go. So when I'm caring, I'm, I'm doing these things, and we're going to build those things yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with aware, Proverbs 21, 2 says, people may be right in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their heart. So when you are between, right? Again, the button and the reaction, there's the space. That space, you're now taking a pause to become aware because the, the Lord knows what's in here. Yeah. Right now, and all the emotions, you don't. So you need to take a pause to become aware. So just scientifically, we have what's called fight or flight within us. Who's heard of that? Fight or flight, okay? So fight or flight turns on as soon as the sun goes up because cortisol is now blossoming in your body ladies flourishing i'm just gonna throw that in there okay and so fight or flight is needed for you to be able to handle stress Mm -hmm. okay but what ends up happening is when you have an emotional distress something that comes at you at 100 miles an hour Mm -hmm. you either go into fight mode right so you're gonna put those gloves on or you're gonna flight you're gonna run right that's what this, the response, depending on the type of person that you are, depending on the situation, yeah. all right? And so what we need to do is when we become aware is to self-regulate. Someone say self-regulate. Self-regulate. All right. Who no. knows how to self-regulate? Raise your yeah, hands if you've yeah. ever heard of self-regulation. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, not many of us know that. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Because in fight or flight, what's going on chemically in your body, your heart rate starts to go up. Yeah. Your breathing starts to increase. Mm -hmm. Your stomach starts to feel like it's in knots. All of this stuff is happening. It's an emotional response, and you cannot think clearly. So why would we respond in that moment? Think about that. Mm -hmm. You need time to self-regulate. So how do you self-regulate? You take a pause, you sit down, and you breathe. Mm-hmm. You slow your breathing down. I love our Apple watches. Sometimes they remind us of mindfulness, right? Like mm-hmm. take a minute to breathe and slow your breath, you know? But they're, they're trying to put you on something. But you got to take a pause, right? Slow your breathing down 
take about 10 seconds, 10 That's breaths, good. right? To really deep breathe and, you know, exhale, inhale. Um, and then what you want to begin to do when you're, when you're breathing, mm. um, you're, it's going to calm your central nervous system, okay? And when you're calming your central nervous system, again, it can begin to bring clarity. Yes, yes. And something that the Holy Spirit brings in, which is called peace. Yes, that's good. Because now you've become aware that his peace is existent. Yes. And it's coming into you because he's aware that you're kind of in that mode. That's right. Good. He wants to do life with you. You understand? This is part of doing life with the Holy Spirit. So the person that you're having that conflict with ultimately doesn't deserve what you need to regulate through. Wow. Yeah. What you need to regulate through, they don't deserve it. Right. Because mm. oftentimes the issue's not with them. We're going to go deeper in just a minute. It's something else. And yeah. we're going to help you out in just a moment. Yeah. So we have to become aware. That's good. Number two is accept. Someone say accept. All right, Proverbs 16, when you're in the care cycle, we're going to accept. It says this here. It is better to be patient than powerful. It is better to win control over yourself than over whole cities. Mm. All right, so God is saying it's better to, to hone in. I love the King James. It says to um, own your spirit, mm. right? So you got to own your spirit. Right. Except to me is the most important, uh, the most vital part of the care cycle. Essentially, what, what we're saying is it's we're accepting personal responsibility for our emotions. Right. So I'm, I'm going to accept this, that I feel this way. I'm going to accept it. I, I think about it this way. If, if you're standing at an intersection and mm -hmm. in a car, for, for whatever reason, ends up hitting you enough to injure your leg, you're not going to get up and run after the car. Right. Well, number one, you can't. <laughs> and number right. two, you need to tend to the injury. Mm -hmm. to yourself. Right. So when someone hurts you, um, chances are they've said what they've said and they've already checked out mentally, physically. They've left. They've left. Or, you know, they're ready to keep hurting you. But what you have to do is you got to tend to the injury yeah, first. That's right. that's and right. so what we're going to do is we're going to accept someone say accept, accept, accept the responsibility of our own healing. Mm hmm. And we're going to, this is tough, but, but you got to do this in the care cycle phase. You need to absorb the pain. That hurt. What mm -hmm. they did hurt. Mm -hmm. What they said hurt. But as a maturing adult, as someone who's following Christ, as someone who's growing in my faith, right. I'm going to take personal onus and responsibility for my healing. Because mm -hmm. I can't expect them to come back and say sorry right now. Yeah. Right? I can't expect dad to come, mom to come, that friend to come and say sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this opportunity to grow up. And accept personal responsibility so good. for my healing. Yeah, because ultimately emotions drive us right. if we allow them to. Yeah. So that's why you've got to take personal responsibility well, because we've yeah. ta we've made some messed up decisions out yeah. of an emotional response. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I love I love David. You know, as you read the Psalms, David is David's talking about his enemies, but he also understands that no matter what my enemies do to me, I still have sin in my life. So he's constantly bringing his right. dysfunction to God mm. because none of us are perfect. So right, maybe right. I played a part in what they did to me. Maybe I didn't. But the idea is, is that right. as a whole person, as a maturing person, 
I'm going to heal. That's I'm not right. going to blame dad anymore. That's I'm right. 35. That's right. That's right. right. I got to kind of get past that. This is kind of, so right. we need to accept responsibility. Yes. Number three. So number three in that care circle is allow, allow. Mm -hmm. John 14, 27 says, I am leaving you with a gift. So this is Jesus. And mm -hmm. he's, he's saying, I'm leaving you with a gift. The gift that he's talking about is the Holy Spirit. Someone say Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. Yeah. So don't be troubled or afraid. Good. So in this part of the care cycle, once we've, you know, taken that time, we've self-regulated, we're becoming, you know, um, aware. Now we're allowing the Holy Spirit into that moment. Yeah. And so that's when you pray and you literally say, like, Holy Spirit, I'm allowing you into this moment yeah. <laughs> because I need you. I need peace. I need to be able to think clearly because I'm hurt and this does hurt. So help me, Holy Spirit. So you're mm -hmm. inviting him into that moment. You're taking the time. You're praying. That's prayer right there. Mm -hmm. Asking him for his peace, for that clarity. Another way you allow is you allow your community to help. That's great. So sometimes when you're in the care cycle, you have to pause here because you need to reach out to, if you're in therapy, a therapist a psychologist, a counselor, right? To let them know um, this is kind of what happened this, this week. And I got stuck in allow and I need you to help me. Like I, I, I need, I need help, help, yeah. help me unpack this. Right. Mm -hmm. For some of us, it's reaching out to a pastor, mm -hmm. a pastor within highlight church and letting us know what's going on. Um, so we can just sometimes pray. Sometimes mm -hmm. these people don't even have an answer. Mm-hmm. Think about it this way. When the, when you pray to the Holy Spirit, he gives you peace. But do you receive an answer right yeah. there and then sometimes? Right. You got to continue to commune with him, right? So yeah. you allow your community and that, com the, right, the communing of that community to build you up. So you yeah. also want to go to a trusted, mature believer. believer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A trusted, mature believer. That's great. And so that takes time. That takes fruit inspection. What is fruit inspection? You look at their lives. Do they look like yeah. Jesus? If they don't, you may want to not tell them all your business. Yeah. But if they do, if they're, they're, if their family's thriving, if their kids, this is important. If their kids are thriving, yeah. that's important. Like all of that points to some fruit, right? Yes. And you want to be able to say, okay, I can trust this person. That's Let great. me share this with them. And I don't need an answer. I just need you to pray. That's okay, great. so that's allow. That's great. Number four is we're going to attend during the care cycle. Proverbs 4 says this, guard your heart mm -hmm. above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Right. So simply put, what's going on in here determines how you live out here. Absolutely. All right, so we need to attend. Someone say attend. Attend. All right, so this part of the care cycle takes the most time. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing when you're attending to yourself is you're tuning in to what's going on in your heart and in your mind. You're really getting deep and you're thinking about the hurt. You're thinking mm -hmm. about the pain. You're thinking about what just happened. And, and what you're doing is, is then you're going to, this is so powerful. Yeah. You're going to engage with yourself yes. in caring conversation. So you're going to have caring conversation with yourself um, because there are two parts of each of us. There's the maturing part of us mm -hmm. and there's that child part right. of each of us. So the maturing part is going to have a comforting, counseling discussion with the childlike part. Right. I remember at a recent um, flourishing gathering, Pastor Kyra worked us, walked us through this exercise where we closed our eyes, we, we slowed down our breathing, mm -hmm. and we imagined ourselves 
in the past in a very painful season and moment in our lives. Mm -hmm. And then she said, have yourself today come into the room Mm -hmm. and begin to encourage Mm -hmm. the younger you. And the question was, was what would you say to your younger self Mm -hmm. today? And then she said, now Jesus is coming into the room. Right. And what is he saying to you? What is he doing? This is what this is what you do when you attend. Right. You go through this process. Right. And um, it's just so important that we yeah. we, we walk ourselves through that. Yes. Because yep. in the attend, you want to ask a few key questions. Yeah. What am I feeling? Yes. What am I feeling? So if you don't, you can Google like feeling words and you'll get a document from somewhere. I promise you mm-hmm. of a a tons, tons and hundreds of feeling words because often we run to like, I'm scared, I'm sad, mm-hmm. I'm lonely, but there's so much more meat to that. And when yeah. you begin to unpack what you're feeling, you can really find some good words to really bring out what you're feeling. So it's important to do that. Another one here is, and it's my favorite, is, is it familiar? Yes. So pastor's just walking us through kind of that exercise I did. And that exercise is, is a, is it familiar exercise? Exercise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that. So with pastor coming in with the face, right? Yeah. Remember I told you about this. Mm-hmm. Well, when I was little, my dad who came from Columbia and had to work really, really hard to provide for a family, yeah. right? Of Three, my brother, my sister, and myself, and my mother, because my mom was a stay-at-home mom. Sometimes he'd have to work long, long hours. And Colombian men are very stoic, okay? So sometimes he would come in with these faces, and there wasn't much, like, connection, because it wasn't done to him as much. You understand? It passes down. But me being five, six, seven, I didn't fully know that my dad is working hard and he's tired and he's got a lot of other things that he's thinking about. But in my little self, I internalize that as, oh, he doesn't want me. Right. Mm -hmm. So now where does that rejection really come from? Is it my husband? Or is it something that I experienced when I was younger, not at the fault of my father, but just the reality of life. Right. Because being an immigrant and trying to make it in America is hard. Right. And they work hard. Mm-hmm. Right? They, like, they work. Yeah. And so I had to come to that and realize wow. it's not my husband. This is a, is it familiar? Wow. And so now another key question is what's the lowercase t and capital T truth? Yes. So now I start to journal. What's the lowercase tr- truth? Well, the enemy is telling me that, you know, I'm not loved, that he doesn't see me, that I'm just an annoyance, you know, that he's just aggravated, that he's not proud of me. Those are all lies mm. that stemmed when I was little. Yeah. Because right. my parents didn't know, like, they didn't know better. We were just trying to, like, make it here, yeah. right? Mm. So I'm not going to sit here and be unforgiving towards my husband Neither am I going to be unforgiving towards my father. You understand? Because the capital T truth is, no, Ephesians 1.4 says, I am chosen. I was set apart before the foundations of the world, right? And I was chosen. And so you begin to bring in the truths of who God says that you are in those moments. I mean, come on. Jesus died for you and I. We were not rejected. Yes, yes. Amen. Right? He came down and was rejected himself so that you didn't have to feel that way anymore. So you've got to be able to say, Satan, not today. 
That lower T truth does not matter and it has no meaning in my life because the capital T truth is that I am loved, is that I am seen, is that I belong to the Lord, right? So you have to sit down and really work through that moment and it does take the most time in a care cycle. And I will say that the more that you care cycle, this doesn't take an hour. It literally will take two minutes. It'll take five minutes. It's just in your going and it's a perfect prayer language. If you ever really wanted to know, how should I pray? Mm. Begin to pray the care cycle. Yeah, and yeah. I bet you, you're going to start seeing a lot of shifts yeah. in your life. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. And so um, number five is to act. So we've done the first four. Yes. Now we're, we're centered. We've processed. Mm -hmm. And now it's time to engage in what we're going to call a heart talk. Someone That's say right. heart talk. Heart talk. Heart talk. So Matthew there it says. Uh, yes. So <laughs> Matthew 18, 19 through 20 says, I also tell you this. Again, this is Jesus. If two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. So many people hear this and they pray it in prayer, but the context of these verses is Jesus telling you to go to the person who has caused an offense. Yeah. Right. And oftentimes when we are hurt, right? Let's say by our husbands, we run to mama. Yeah. Mama, you won't believe what this man just yeah. did up in this house. Mm. Right? <laughs> when That's we funny. are offended by a friend, we go run to the other friend. Yes. Girl, like I can't believe what she just did and said yes. about me on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So we run to everyone else but the person that actually caused you the pain. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to make sure that we are aware, right? And we're stopping and saying, wait, Jesus says when you have an offense, you go to the person. Go to the person. Mm -hmm. That way we can do what we're about to do, the heart talk. Yes. And he can come in because you're going to agree. You're going to pray after a heart talk. And he's going to begin to move Right. In ways that are just miraculous. That's good. So here it is. Go ahead and write this thought down. Care cycling creates a safe atmosphere for heart talks. Yes. So if 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 I've care cycle, if she's care cycle, there's gonna be safety mm -hmm. there. Um and the goal of a heart talk is to show up with open hearts because I wanna understand, I wanna care, I wanna bond. And so does the other party. Okay. So the reason we care cycle is because we want to be safe. If you mm -hmm. don't feel safe in a relationship, you're not going to talk to your mom. Right. You're not going to talk to your supervisor. You're not going to talk to your spouse. You're going to keep it in. All right. And so what we want to do, though, when we talk together, everybody, is we want to recognize the value and vulnerability of each other. So I value this person. And I also value the fact that they're about to open up to me. Yes. Right. That's where the safety component comes in. At. If there's no safety, there's no honesty. Mm -hmm. If there's no safety, I'll tell you about 40 percent of how I feel. Right. Or what I'm going through. But in order for Jesus to heal what's going on, I need to tell you everything. Right. right? And so if you've care cycle and if I've care cycle and I'm ready to speak, you can receive everything I'm about to say. That's right. Right. And I'm going to share some things that you never thought you would hear come out of my mouth, <laughs> right? So that's what happened when we got away was yeah. it's like, wow, like I, I didn't know that's how you felt. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that's what you were going through in your mind. Mm -hmm. I didn't know you were carrying that mm -hmm. by yourself, right. right? 
But mm-hmm. whenever we're able to share, it feels better for the speaker to share. And now the listener has an opportunity to enter into that process with that person. That's right. And so we care cycle so that there's safety within our homes. And That's so right. um, I think of it like an ICU, right? Like, you know better than me, but mm-hmm. when you're in the hospital, there's a physically vulnerable individual. That's right. And then there's a caretaker. In any given moment in a conversation, in a relationship, someone is the, the patient, someone is the nurse. Mm-hmm. And then when it's their time to talk and your turn to listen, you become the patient, they become the nurse. Right. And so there are two roles in the heart talk. Number one is the speaker, and number two is the listener. That's and then right. you switch roles. That's right. Okay. And a couple of just things is you want to make sure that what you're communicating are small bites, right? So that one thing that you care cycle, yes. not the 20. This okay? is important. Especially for my ladies, Right. Because yeah. we can talk about one and end up talking about all 19. And and I'm going to just tell you, <laughs> he's men, checked out. Uh, can I speak as a man? He's out. We check out <laughs> after the first thing, <laughs> because because it comes to a point where now we feel that disrespect. Mm-hmm. Women respond to affection. Mm-hmm. Men respond to respect. And so if, if we're going to have a heart talk. You need to keep it bite-sized. Yeah. You also need to, if you're taking notes, stay away from you statements. Right. So you did this. You did that. You mm-hmm. never, right? Mm-hmm. Extremes. You, right. You never. Right. We, we, we've cut you. We're there, but we're not listening. You've lost us. Yeah. Right? And the same for men right. and women. Right. But you have to say, when this happened, this is how I felt. Mm-hmm. And what the Holy Spirit's going to do is say, this is what you did. So we hear the Holy Spirit, but we don't hear you. That's right. So you just have to set it up. The Holy Spirit to knock us down. That's right. Right. Just want to give you that. Is that good? That's good. That's good. Yeah. Just just a little nugget if you want to make it. And timing is so important. Yeah. Right. Because again, I think a hard talk can happen too late in the day, and people are so tired they're checking out. Yeah. Sometimes it can happen too early in the morning, and it's like, can we just start to off to like a good, you know, let's Mm. have good vibes, right? Yeah. Um, So (laughs) you want to make sure that you're you're communicating, and you're also setting it up. You schedule it, just like you schedule. We talked about last week, right? When it comes to marriages, sometimes you just got to schedule sex. Like hard talks are the same. You schedule them. You let the party know. And what I will say as well, because for some of us, we we may be thinking about maybe that person who's passed away, that we just, they're not here for me to to do this. And this is a little painful because there are unresolved things. Mm -hmm. I just want to encourage you that you can heart talk with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And he will take position of the listener. Yeah. That's so good. Right? Because ultimately Mm. he took on all of our sins at the cross. He Mm. took the position on on, of all of us. Mm. And so I know and I believe that, and maybe it's somebody who is here, but they would never understand this. They would never help you to feel safe. It's just like, you're crazy pastors. I would never be able to have this conversation. We'll have a heart talk with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. And he will begin to heal and minister. Right. So I just wanted to share that. So the speaker, uh, number one here with the ICU, okay, the speaker... I'm going to identify my feelings. That's right. As a speaker, I'm going to identify my feelings. That should come up soon. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's important that I know and I realize how I feel. Yes. As a listener. And as a listener, uh, you're going to ID or identify with their message. Mm-hmm. This is active listening, not you're ready to answer while they're speaking. Many of us do that. 
That is not active listening. You're yeah. actually not listening and you're not holding that person to the value that they truly are in the eyes of God. Yeah. Allow them to share. Yeah. Take a moment. Listen. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, important. I mean, this week we just we ran into a rub, mm -hmm. and it was about a forty-eight hour just. The, the reactive cycle was full blown, right? Mm -hmm. She was her thing. I came home, basement. We, we didn't called talk the timeout. Yeah, we called the timeout. We mm -hmm. didn't talk for like two or three days, and so in prayer, I I felt the Holy Spirit say, "Pray for your marriage, and just listen." Mm -hmm. And when you guys do talk. Don't say a word because the issue is, is we're, we're thinking about our response mm -hmm. while they're talking, but we're only stoking the fire of the reactive cycle. So see, this is what we want to do as the speaker. I care for my feelings. Right. My feelings are valid. Mm -hmm. This hurt is valid. So you never want to say, well, my feelings aren't important and I shouldn't right. talk about this. Right. No. God gave you those feelings. Mm -hmm. They're valid. That's right. Okay. That's right. And as a listener, you want to care about their feelings. Mm -hmm. So again, it's having that empathy and being in that place with mm -hmm. them, right? You're in the ICU with them. You're caring for their heart. They just had massive heart surgery. And so you're taking on that responsibility to care for the individual. So I want you to also think about that, um, you know, as a nurse, because I, I was a nurse for 10 years before stepping into ministry. Um, the ICU is tough yeah. and you have one to two patients and it's deafening sometimes. And at wow. any given point, you may be having to crack a chest to do CPR. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you're constantly in that room. You're constantly checking on that patient. You're constantly looking at the vitals. That's you're so constantly good. giving them medications. You're in there and you're caring because you want to make sure that they get out of the ICU. Get well. Yeah. And they get well so their mm -hmm. families can be with them. And that should be the same posture. You love this person so much. You want to make sure that they move on from this heart talk and they That's get good. well and they feel better, right? Because mm -hmm. they matter to you mm -hmm. and they matter to God. Mm -hmm. So, And I, I want you to entertain this as a listener. Is there a chance that they're right about you? Mm. Entertain that. Is there a chance that they're right about the abuse, mm -hmm. the lack of affection, mm -hmm. the dysfunction? Don't just cut them off. Right. Right? Because now when it's your time to speak, you're going to want them to hear the things that you've observed. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to want them to think, is there a chance that I'm right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if the Holy Spirit is speaking through both of us, absolutely. now he's dealing with my dysfunction mm -hmm. and he's dealing with her dysfunction. Right, right, right. And when we come out of this heart talk, That's we're going right. to be better. So right. is there a chance that when they're speaking, they're right? Mm -hmm. And you don't just cut them off. So you, good. which goes into, um, I'm going to seek to be understood. That's right. As a speaker. That's right. And then as a listener. The listener, you're going to seek to understand. So you'll make sense. Uh, you'll make statements like, is there more? Like we have pastors who will say, what's the 10% that you aren't sharing? Yeah. I love when they ask us that. What's yeah. the 10% that you aren't telling me? So is there more? Mm -hmm. Would you like to share more? Don't just say, okay, and move from that moment. Yeah. You're in a hard talk. Is there more? Man, I'm good at this because I never have anything to respond. So I'm like... <laughs> Is there more? And then you want to summarize. <laughs> then you want to summarize, too. Yeah. Summarization is so good. I yeah. feel like I could care cycle and I could talk through it, and, and I'm going to give you small bites, and I'm going to keep it. I'm going to let you know my feelings. But when he summarizes, I'm like, so this, exactly this is what, I hear what you. I'm talking so about. This, this, here's the deal. I'm, we're giving you a lot right now, but this is what I hear you saying. You're afraid yeah. 
you felt, you know, like you were not worth it. You felt rejected right. when I did these things. Right. I hear you. Mm-hmm. And that's not the time to say, this is what I'm going to do next no, time. No, you don't fix no. it. It's just, it's just, you don't this fix is it. what you said. This is how you feel. Right. I hear you. That's right. Because within that, Jesus is saying in Matthew, he's going to fix it. I'm doing the work. That's right. Right. That's Can right. Can we put our hands That's together right. for this? That's if right. you were blessed That's good. by the word of God.